How's it going, everybody? Adrian here from The Gaming Observer, and welcome back to the Daily News Updates for Monday, November the 22nd. Hello, everyone. Hope you had a tremendous weekend. And I am going to recap the news for you over the last couple of days. We're going to start with two, I guess, negative stories, sad stories, and then two or more happy stories. Let's get into it. The first thing I want to talk about is the somewhat messy launch of the recent release of Grand Theft Auto, the trilogy, the definitive edition. You might recall it came out, not a lot of people were happy with it, had tons of technical issues, and Rockstar even took it down from the PC store. Well, the other day, Rockstar came out and they said, hey, sorry, we screwed up there. We're going to be sending out some patches to uh, meet our standards of quality. But in the meantime, they are also going to be relisting the classic editions of those games. Grand Theft Auto 3, San Andreas, and Vice City. Right, because they took down these versions in order to replace them with the definitive editions, and it turned out that people wanted the old versions, because the new ones were worse in some ways. So everybody who purchased the definitive editions will be getting the classic editions for free, otherwise you can get them as a bundle. And uh, hey, if you were interested in picking these games up, then maybe just wait a little bit longer, they'll be patching the game, and you can check in on it every now and then. Also, by the way, the relisting of the classic editions, that's just on PC because those editions were never on console. Okay, the other unfortunate story here is that Battlefield 2042 has already become one of the most negatively reviewed games of all time on Steam. So about two-thirds of the reviews are negative. And of course, this happened recently with another prominent release of eFootball 2022, formerly known as Pro Evolution Soccer. Now, I will say... In the case of eFootball, a lot of critics came out and they said, hey, this is not a great game. And in the case of Battlefield 2042, it was not nearly as unanimously negative. I feel like these reviews are driven more by, like, community outrage, which can be less reliable in terms of objectivity and and quality. But of course, you can't just outright ignore it. If you're a fan of Battlefield, you should be paying attention to what the community is saying. So anyway, just a heads up there. It's really unfortunate, especially with Call of Duty and Halo both getting some pretty high praise. Okay, now for the positive stuff. Riot Games has provided another showcase for their upcoming fighting game, currently only known as Project L, but they released a six-minute video showing off lots of gameplay that they have currently in progress. It's got this great kind of cel-shaded art style, and as they have done with all of the other games that they've made, it seems like they're really going into this saying, hey, what do fighting game players actually want? What does the FGC really want? And how can we also make it the best game possible? They're working a lot on the technology and making sure there's as little input lag as possible. And honestly, a lot of companies would say this in their marketing. It makes sense. But I think there are very few companies where you can reliably believe them. But they have a track record right now. And if they can keep that going, man, they're, they're going to have something on their hands. So if you're into fighting games, feel free to check it out. It won't be releasing until 2023 at minimum. So it's still a few years away. But uh, yeah, super cool to see. The roguelike platformer Dead Cells is going to be getting an update today, November 22nd. It's a free update. And it's super, super cool. They're doing a ton of crossovers with other indie games. So they have a crossover with Hollow Knight, Blasphemous, Skull the Hero Slayer, Guacamelee, Hyper Light Drifter, and Curse of the Dead Gods. All of those are very good games and and very well known. And so it's going to bring some weapons, some uh, costumes, some new mechanics. Nothing super, super major, but just 
a really great way of, of seeing a collaboration happen. And of course, Dead Cells is a game that always benefits from new stuff to try out. So feel free to check that out. Like I said, it comes today. And hey, our final story is something I've been talking about for a few weeks, but the success continues because Forza Horizon 5 has now received over 10 million players in the first week of its release, and that apparently makes it the biggest first week launch in Xbox history. Now, the wording is kind of confusing, especially with some of their past messaging, but I'm pretty sure this just makes it the most successful launch that Xbox has ever had, including all the Halos, all the Gears, and it might soon just be immediately eclipsed by Halo Infinite, but that remains to be seen. It's a super great game, very much deserves it, and business-wise, it's just absolutely insane for them, so they're doing really great. And hey folks, I'm out of time. Thanks so much for being here, greatly appreciated. Of course, I will be back with the news tomorrow, as always, and I hope you have a great day. Until next time, happy gaming, everyone. It's the TGO After Show. Hello and welcome. Hello, my friends. Hope you're well. Oh, what's going on with me? You know what I did yesterday? I I mentioned it right before I signed off, I think. I went on a... Well, I I thought it was a tractor ride. It turns out it was a trolley ride. (laughs) We went to a a local uh, town nearby, famous for its market, its farmer's market. And uh, Shelby was working, so I just went with, like, her family's... Well, her, her little siblings and their mom. And we had a lot of fun. It, it was pretty non-eventful, to be honest. We were there for like two hours, hour and a half, maybe. Uh, and we got there and there was this huge lineup, but it was free trolley rides where you get in, on this horse that has a little buggy attached to it, could fit like 20 people, kind of looked like a bus on the inside, to be honest, with, with like bus seating. And it would walk around the block. A bunch of cars behind us really hated us because of how slow we were going because it was a horse pulling a bunch of weight and, uh, you know, ended where we came from. And it ended up being fine, because while we were waiting in line, she knew that the kids were going to get antsy, so I went and I took them to, like, a bunch of local stores, I took them to the train station that was nearby, they got to see the train all lit up by the Christmas lights, and it actually started going and and honking, so that was pretty cool, we got to see that. And then as we were on our way back to get into the the waiting line, (laughs) we see the horse, and we're like, oh no, the horse is right there! We gotta, we gotta, like, beat it, we gotta beat it to the, to the lineup. So we just started sprinting across, like, multiple blocks. Of course, like I said, the horse is going slow, so we did manage to, to beat the horse. Uh, and then it didn't even matter, because the lineup moved forward, and we were the first ones in line for the next ride. So, no need to run. But there was almost a need to run, so I'm glad we did it. Anyway, the kids were funny, they, you know... They're very active and very hyper kids. They, they do like to talk very much. And, uh, of course, when I came around, they, they don't hang out with just me very often. Usually Shelby is, I mean, almost always, every single time Shelby is around. And so that's when they loosen up. But when I was the only one that was there to take care of them, oh, they had nothing to say. I was walking down the street and I was like, oh, look at that. Look at that. That's so cool. And they, they were just like, yeah, okay, dude, take it easy. I mean, they had a fine time. They were just shy. We, we actually passed this one house that had this giant nutcracker. It was like the size of their door. I was like, look at that f- bloody nutcracker. It's so huge. <laughs> and then the, you know, her little sister went, I wonder if it works. I was like, oh yeah, no kidding. You'd get a, just a tiny little nut, put it in the giant nutcracker. <laughs> you have to like step out your front door to use the nutcracker. And she's like, yeah, you got to use a coconut. And I was like, oh, that was a good one. I've never actually thought about the fact that a coconut is a nut.
I mean, it does have a nut, like in the name. But anyway, it was a great observation because you absolutely could have used a coconut in that nutcracker. So anyway, it was fun. We had a good time. We went to uh, we went to their house afterwards. We had some Korean. I think it was Asian fusion because I, I think there was Korean and Japanese, but I'm not entirely sure. Anyway, I had I had bibimbap or bibimbap. It's good stuff, man. It's really good stuff. Haven't eaten that well in a long time. Well, and then we ate well today as well, because Shelby and I made a new recipe. We made cauliflower soup. It was very good. We used an immersion blender for the first time, or at least I did. I had to borrow it from her mom. <laughs> we got everything ready for the cauliflower soup, and then we're like, oh man, we need a blender. We don't own a blender. We've we've never needed a blender, ever. Only, we, we had a really small one for smoothies a while back, but that ended up just breaking on us. So... Instead of getting a blender, we, we got the immersion blender, which is just like a little tool. You know, just shove it in the middle of the soup, and it'll just blend it up for you right in the pot. It was wonderful. So, we had that. We made a half sandwich. It was a good time. And she baked some muffins. Oh, I can't wait to have those muffins. Uh, anyway, folks, yeah. That's all for me for now. I'm, I'm still playing Halo. I'm still... Oh, yeah, okay, I'll tell you one more thing I did. I listened to the first episode ever of Critical Role, which is the actual play... Uh, Dungeons and Dragons game, or podcast, or video, or whatever. It was really interesting to to go to it because I know the production quality that Critical Role has right now, and the first episode of it is is not very high quality, and so it's it's really cool seeing seeing their humble beginnings. Um, I've never listened to the show, I've never watched the show, and I had a hanker in for some kind of long form content, and I was like, hey, you know, I've never, I've never actually gave Critical Role a shot, so I figured, what the heck, I'll I'll try it out. That's a huge commitment. I'm probably I'm probably not sticking with it in the way that some people might binge it, but at least then I'll know what people are talking about, right? Okay, folks, I'm out of here. Thanks so much. Talk to you tomorrow.